Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lore Hammer Listen to Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark. Joining me again, we got Gerald. Well, howdy y'all. Howdy doody. Welcome, welcome. Today we got some more sweet 40k listener lore pumped directly into your ear holes. Um, this story is called Waiting for Reinforcements. And uh, this guy in here called... Uh, the Bic, and it's pronounced like Big Dick, but swap the B's and the D's and drop the G, so always remember that while reading this. All right, I will try to do. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into it. <clears throat> what's that? What's this planet again? Stormman asked as we hustle down the stairs, going a little faster now that we're carrying dead weight that gets a sign, that gets a sign before the drop. After the commissar <clears throat> bought it two levels up, and we had gotten accidentally separated from the rest of the unit, the, from the rest of the unit, there wasn't really anyone to verify that we were hanging onto the onto the heavy shit. No use carrying around the stupid religious shit when it wasn't even bulletproof and it slows you down. Some hive world that's going to be overrun by some kind of traitor group. Panetta replied. Pretty standard stuff at this point. Just be glad it's not an orc invasion. I'd hate to fight those big bastards in these hallways. We're on bank and wash to clear out traitors. Don't scare the new guys with orc stories. Sergeant Soto said. His tone let them know that line of thought was at an end. It seemed like something had started bothering him after we had taken care of some dudes in robes on the level above. Nothing dirty about shooting them. We had been told this tower was a free fire zone, so anyone here was either a traitor, us, or dead. And I sure as hell don't want to wear robes and flip-flops in a combat zone. <laughs> At the bottom of the stairs <clears throat> was what appeared to be waiting, a waiting area and, and ended with a set of doors that must have been four meters high. It appeared to be made of wood, probably fake stuff manufactured in some fab lab, and had carvings that for some reason gave me the chills. It looked like whoever carved the door had some obsession with weird monsters and the number six. Ooh, I know where this is going. <laughs> Ten minute rest. Do what you gotta do. I called out. The troops had been pressing hard for a while and needed to get some rations and water down if they were expected to keep it up. 
I walked up next to Sergeant Soto, who was inspecting Debick's auto gun. Debick, go somewhere else. Sergeant, do you mind if I ask you a question? Go for it, Chip. We both know I'm just here to make sure you don't get promoted. Or you sh should get promoted. Part of that is making sure you know when to ask some questions. What's on your mind, Sergeant? I know it sounds more like a demand than a question, but I need to know if my commander was about to go off the rails. Something has obviously got in, got you ticked, and a little since those guys were wearing priest robes, and now you're fucking with the Bix gun, even though it was performing fine. I can tell something is happening, I would prefer if you talk to me about it, so I know if I was walking into something you have advanced knowledge about. Chip. He paused, like he was measuring his words. Have you ever seen a six-pointed star? You mean, besides that one? I gestured toward the inlay at the center of the door. Yeah, don't look at that door too hard. I'd rather not have you go crazy. <laughs> As he said this, he brushed off the Laz pistol on his hip. How can you staring at the door? How can staring at a door make me crazy? Hang on, and I'll tell you. Send it for Crow 5. He got the long-off look he uses whenever he talks to command on comms. Roger, Commissar Mead is KIA level 43. Six total ready to proceed. Green, green, yellow. Floor 45 on, on halt. Roger, stand by. ETA, roger. I stared and waited for him to either tell me what we were standing by for or the continuation of our conversation. We're going to wait here for reinforcements. No clue from who or when, goddammit. What now? Send it for Crow 5. He slapped the side of his helmet in the ancient ritual in the ancient ritual of immediate kinetic repairs. He sighed. Roger. This comm system is doing that echo thing again. I really need to get a new one. I got the impression that Sergeant Soto was getting pretty tired of being a sergeant and in combat. That story will wait for later. Get the boys. The rest of his words were lost in a screech that made the fire team sink to our knees. I squeezed my eyes and covered my head. My brain, my, my head, my brain made an attempt to melt its way out of my head to escape the misery. Decades or seconds later, the chaos ended. Sound off! Sergeant Soto yelled. The fire team weakly responded. All good. All good, some the some though groans and two in between puking. Thrum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the actual sound effects. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was, but I have a feeling it was something from inside that door, and we just got orders to go in there and earn our pay. Stack up for a breach. Guardsman Debick, get that Mark III ready with a frag and have two crack missiles standing by. Set yourselves up at the base of the stairs. We're going to blow the door, and you're going to fry that room. Understood. <laughs> awful. <laughs> Just awful. Sergeant. The big replied as he rushed to the stairs while fumbling to load the frag rocket in his tomb. <laughs> As, <clears throat> as myself and Panetta set up the charges for a breach, I could feel a rumbling in my chest, and it sounded like it was on the outskirts of my hearing range. Though with that noise, it just hit us. I'm not sure if it was 
I, if I was hearing what was real or just my body trying to regain control of, control of itself. Does anyone else hear that fucking tank coming at us? Corby hollered as we stacked up and prepped grenades. Where the hell is that noise coming from? Shut the hell up and blow the de- For the second time today, Sergeant Soto was cut off by forces beyond his control. Something blurred through the bick, through the door, fast enough that all, all our eyes caught was but a blue glint of a giant as it came up down the stairs in a spray of pink mist. Open up, buckaroos! Sergeant Soto screamed at us as he swung around, tossing his grenades. Shell-shocked by what had just happened, it was all I could do not to scream in terror at having my troops blood-soaking through my uniform. As I swung <clears throat> towards the door and started firing, the only thoughts going through my head were us, traitors, or dead. My subconscious knew that nothing on the other side of that door was friendly, and my training took over from there. See a target, shoot. See a target, shoot. See three targets, grenade. See a target, shoot. What my training hadn't prepared me for was to do <clears throat> when the last two targets were about three meters tall, covered in gore with hints of blue through, throughout their armor, and staring at you with their heads cocked, like small children do when they don't understand what you're doing, while you and five other guardsmen <clears throat> mag-dumped them. Brother, do you think they'll stop shooting us now? I could hear their voices and recognize they were talking about us as if we were, as if we weren't there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill but the base layers of my brain believe that if i just shot them enough they would die these had to be traitors because they weren't us stop shooting now children it has become annoying the danger is gone we continued screaming our fear and anger at them as panetta threw a grenade at them the one on the left caught the grenade in one hand, muffling the explosion as he raised his oversized pistol, and Panetta exploded next to me. I'm not sure if it was the lack of ammo that made us stop, or simple terror at two of our comrades getting exploding within 30 seconds. Good. We shall be taking our leave now. I don't suggest following Alfarius or me down this hallway. Maybe the one on your left. I don't know which spoke, but I got the feeling that it, it wasn't a suggestion not to follow them. I think we were in the presence of space marines. <clears throat> I'd seen some of the posters and such when I was enlisting, but I never imagined they would look like this. It was like someone had taken a block of permasteel and dunked it in blood. You're right, Alfarius. They shouldn't follow us, but I suggest they go right instead. With those parting words, the two turned and vanished as they started running for the end of the chamber, once again moving too fast to be anything more than a dark blur. Don't tell anyone about this or they'll kill you. The Imperium will hunt us down and kill all of us if you mention this encounter. The rocket mount functioned as it launched, which killed the Bic. Panata got shot. The rest of us mopped up the traitors. That's the story. Nothing else. Sergeant Soto spoke calmly, but his eyes betrayed his armor. 
Take 10 minutes and find ammo and collect yourselves. We will not speak of this again, or I will shoot you. Okay. Hey, interesting. Um, yeah, it was a little jarring reading, like, so casual conversation in 40k and, like, dropping swear words and stuff. I almost like it when the characters were talking that way, but there's a couple times where the narrative was talking kind of casual like that. Um, mm -hmm. But overall, pretty cool, like... <laughs> what the fuck happened there? Who, who, who knows? <laughs> this is like they're unloading on these Alpha Legion guys and just like, why won't you die? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one part that really stood out to me was like, it was talking about how he'd never seen an Astarte before, only posters, and they're nothing like what you would picture. Um, you know, Space Marines, you would be lucky to ever encounter one. Or unlucky if they're on the opposite side. But they're so rare in the galaxy. Like, And even, like, recognizing chapters and stuff. Like, would the average oh. guardman, guardsman recognize which chapter anything is? Probably not. Maybe the Ultramarines, but that's pushing it. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe the Founding le Legions. But even then, like, really? Maybe. I don't know. It's pretty interesting, pretty cool. Kind of uh, shows the power of space marines and the patheticness of humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's been a while since we've actually had a story that, you know, showed how terrifying an Astartes is compared to just a regular human. Yeah, like, he catches a grenade and muffles it in his hand. I don't know if they'd be... I'm sh yeah, maybe sometimes they could do that, but yeah, like, it's... You can believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever seen the, uh, have you ever seen the fan animation Astartes? Yeah, of course. Like those guys are like tanking like machine gun rounds and yeah. not even flinching. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I I definitely like this style of like Space Marine where they're just so above and beyond like anything we can comprehend. You know, that transhuman dread that you would feel if you actually encountered one where not only are they these huge invincible behemoths, they also move incredibly quick. Mm hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I was like, how do you how do you take that? But then end up writing like a space marine focused story and make it good and believable. How do you how do you I mean, that's a legit question. I'm not that's not I'm, I'm not expecting any kind of answers. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah, because like even if you toss them against like nasty Xenos and stuff like is an Eldar really a match? One Eldar really a match for an Astartes? Probably not. They're probably just as inferior as Guardsmen, realistically. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they'll probably last longer than the Guardsmen, but... <clears throat> but 0.5 seconds, is that really measurable? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's still longer than the Guardsmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of just got thrown into this story. We don't know what was happening, what was the point, and then as soon as it all started, it all kind of ended, and we're never told to speak of it again. In true Alpha Legion fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. Go in the left hall, but go down the right hall. Which one do I listen to? One of us speaks in riddles, the other speaks in rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if I got much more to say about this. Um, yeah, maybe maybe my only suggestion is, yeah, just tidy up some of the, the narrative 
writing to make it feel a little more 40k. I don't mind when the humans sound like they're uh, part of it, but yeah. You know, the humans would have all types of different dialects and all types of different manner of speaking across all the many worlds and stuff. So that's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm, gen I'm genuinely curious. Like, I wonder if there's like a limit on like how much like actual swearing is allowed in like 40k writing. Mm. Granted, I haven't read I haven't read that many 40k books, but of course, like narrative is like very professional ish. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, like uh, I'm trying to remember they ha they came up with a word that was like like a swear, but it wasn't. But it was clearly a swear. I forget what it was. And then a lot of commissars and inquisitors like to say like, "Oh, for throne's sake," or "Yeah, uh, by the throne" and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. Well, I I think I want to see more. Like, or maybe I don't. Maybe this is just just fucking one of those stories that you get thrown into, and there's no real purpose behind it, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a vast it's a vast galaxy out there. There's you can. Do just about anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. That's all I have to say about this one. You got anything else? Yeah. Um, I like the casual dialogue. Um, but yeah, like Mark said, I'd say probably just maybe clean up the narrative a little bit unless you're trying to go for that that journal entry inner monologue-esque yeah. feeling. But eh. Yeah, that you would be maybe a good way to do it. Yeah, it's more of a journal and like him... Like, I know it was him thinking and stuff, but also, yeah, just kind of, yeah. Felt clunky. Yeah, but that's my that's my two cents, so yeah, take it for what it's worth. Yeah, two cents worth. <laughs> Maybe we can buy a pack of gum or something. <laughs> In this economy? I don't think so. With this inflation in my country? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, well, uh, thanks for submitting that. Um, if you guys have lore that you would like to submit, you can submit to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to support the show on Lorehammer Listener Lore on Patreon. Uh, bucks, a buck or two goes a long way in helping the show go keep going. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks, Gerald, for joining me. Absolutely. How else do you think you can afford my accents? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now i got to <laughs> shell out all this money to this guy. Fuck. Support the Patreon. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, it's always it's always fun being on here. Yeah, yeah, always a hoot. Adios. Yeah, have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.